0: Portia Wood is here to talk about Wood Legal Group in L.A. on a quest to normalize the idea of Black, Latinx, and LGBTQ families using trusts to build generational wealth and give us her spin on our LGBTQ issues. Hi Portia.
1: Hello, hello and thank you for having me, I'm excited to be here.
0: Tell us about the uh, Wood Legal Group.
1: So, Wood Legal Group was really born. We are a mother daughter, black, female owned African American estate planning law firm that actually operates in California, Maryland, DC, and Virginia. So, we are multi generational, multifaceted. And we are on a mission to normalize intergenerational wealth transfer inside of historically marginalized communities. So, the African American community, the Latinx community, the LGBTQI community, so that we can also build and protect wealth from generation to generation.
0: What was your inspiration for creating it?
1: My original background was in litigation. And I was working in civil litigation. My mother was working on uh, non-profit boards dealing in charitable giving. And so she was seeing really great estate planning from incredibly wealthy families getting fabulous tax breaks for donating to charitable causes. And I was seeing people who looked like me losing every day in a court system. So losing the family home fighting with siblings, and we realized that we had a knowledge and know-how that we could meld together to really help protect our community. The more research we did about estate planning, particularly in these communities, the more we realized that they were significantly overlooked and underserved, and we sought out to change that.
0: What would you like to accomplish at the uh, Wood Legal Group? Our ultimate goal is to close the racial wealth gap in this country. And we know
1: that that is a lofty goal, but right now as the numbers stand, in the African-American community specifically, 70% of African-Americans have zero estate planning at all, so they are wildly unprepared for what is an eventuality. None of us are going to get out of this life alive, and so we need to prepare for what we have and how it can support the next generation or the people that we leave behind. There's also a study that was done in 2017 that said by 2053, the median net worth for African-American families was set to hit zero if we did nothing, and that it would take Latinx families another 20 years, 2073, to hit that same result. In that same year of 2017, another study was done that said that only 13% of college-educated African-Americans passed $10,000 or more to the next generation. So said another way, 87% of college-educated African-Americans are not even passing to the next generation. So we're passing negative wealth and each successive generation is starting over from zero or a negative. We want to change those statistics uh, so that we can continue to effectively and competitively participate in the market here in the United States.
0: What would you like to accomplish with your work?
1: So with our work, we want to help individual families, person by person. Estate planning is very specific. No two estate plans are the same, because everybody's needs, goals, desires, and family structures are different. And so we just want to touch people. We want to inspire people. We want to make sure that they're going to protect the foundation of their financial home, which, in essence, is protecting their family. What estate planning does is it requires us to think beyond ourselves, not just the day-to-day and perhaps the scarcity mindset that many people find themselves in, trying to survive in, in our society, but really asks the people to think beyond themselves and what their ultimate goal is. And so we're looking to inspire people to dream bigger with our work and then give them the tools to actually get there.
0: As an LGBTQ ally, what would you like to see happen in the uh, Biden-Harris administration in the next few years?
1: But I think in the Biden-Harris administration, I'd like to see an Equality Act pass. I'd like to see stronger protection solidifying all of our rights and to make sure that that can't be taken away with a swipe of a pen or a vote by the Supreme Court, that we're really going to go in for solid protections for each and every one of us, and that we can all live with dignity and integrity and without fear. And I'd like to see them make that change.
0: With LGBTQ teens already four times more likely to attempt suicide than their heterosexual peers as are facing bullying incidents, what advice would you have for these kids, especially struggling in these difficult times?
1: I think one of the things that I tell people, because I do a lot of mentoring, one of the things we talk about is this too shall pass. This moment as teenagers in high school is a moment, and bullying is a problem, but it will pass. And if you haven't found your community, of people who feed your soul yet. It doesn't mean that you won't. You just have to get past this moment and realize that your community is out there. And you can do it. Um, and it's harder in COVID because everyone's so isolated, but your community is there. And sort of stick with people that way. Don't let some narrow-minded people ever make you feel like you are less than because you are unique and you are magic and the world needs you.
0: How can people get information about the uh, Wood Legal Group?
1: Woodlegalgroup.com is someone who would like information about us. We also have a free resource library if people just want more information about estate planning in general. And that is woodlegalgroup.com backslash resource library. We are also Wood Legal Group on Instagram and on Facebook. And then I have a club called the Black Trust Fund Kids Club, Normalizing Intergenerational Wealth within black and brown communities, and that is on Clubhouse and TikTok, so giving away lots of information about estate planning and intergenerational wealth planning.
0: What other projects are you working on?
1: Uh, One of my pet projects right now is the Black Trust Fund Kids Club. It is something that was born out of the pandemic and, you know, some of that isolation. I'm not sure if you're familiar with an app, Clubhouse, that came out last year, but I was an early invitee, and had the opportunity to just start talking about estate planning uh, in that forum. And we've built the club up of about you know 15,000 people who follow our club. And uh, we've taken it recently to TikTok, working on short videos to provide valuable information, and have grown that community to about 15,000 people. And so we are getting the message out there far and wide, and it's my passion project. It's what I enjoy to be able to share with people how to protect themselves, and then actually have them come back and tell me how they've invented it. That's one of my favorite projects right now.
0: Is there a question you wish people would ask you?
1: I wish people would ask me, what is the threshold for getting started with estate planning? Often we find people assume that when I'm talking about estate planning, that there's a certain amount of money that they're supposed to have before they have to do estate planning. And I wish they would ask instead of assume because what I would tell them is that if you're over the age of 18 or an emancipated minor, you need at least a baseline level of estate planning. And those basic three things, they're fairly simple, but they're powerful, right? The first thing is going to be a property power of attorney, and in different states it's called different things. It could be a uniform statutory power of attorney or a durable power of attorney, but in essence, what it does is if you are incapacitated... If you're in a car accident, if you're in a coma, if you have COVID-19 and you're in the ICU, heart attack, stroke, anything that happens that renders you unable to handle your own affairs for a short period of time or a long period of time, that document legally empowers someone else to take over for you, to pay your bills, to make sure your mortgage is paid, your health insurance, you know, or your rent or your car notes, you're not getting your car repossessed while you're in the hospital, someone to make decisions for you. And if you don't have that, your family or your friends will need to go to a court and ask for permission, even if you're married, even if your parents are alive, because you don't automatically have a fiduciary, right? So that's number one, and it has nothing to do with how much money you have. Number two is your health care directive. What medical decisions would you want made? Would you want to be on a respirator? Would you want someone to pull the plug? Would you want an experimental treatment or not? And who decides? Empowering someone to decide is an important piece that everybody over the age of 18 or an emancipated minor needs to have. Otherwise, your family or your friends will need to go to a judge and ask for permission. That proceeding is called a guardianship or conservatorship proceeding, made very famous (laughs) recently uh, by Britney Spears, actually, with the Free Britney movement. You know, she had a, a mental breakdown and was put under conservatorship with her father as her conservator, who decided whether or not she could get married, whether or not she would be able to have children, whether or not she would work, how much money she could have or spend, and what she could spend it on. It's an incredibly powerful role, and it took an international protest and a Netflix series to bring awareness to this issue. And so everybody over the age of 18 should have their property power of attorney and their health care directive. Those two things have zero to do with how much money you have. The third thing is going to be your distribution plan. What happens with everything you've been building if you pass away? And this is where you see that variety in estate planning that most people think of. If you don't have a lot, you don't have minor kids, you don't own a house, you're probably going to be okay with a will. Again, every individual circumstance is different. But most people are likely going to benefit from a trust-based structure or multiple trusts, or foundations as you go up and up and up, and that's where it depends on how much money you have. But a basic estate plan is the foundation of everybody's family and financial house from the moment you turn 18 or become an emancipated minor. And so I wish people would ask that question to get clarity around what estate planning is, because the media has done a great job of painting estate planning as only wills or trust, and trust being reserved exclusively for the uber-wealthy, right, those trust fund babies or trust fund kids that we see in the media. And it's just not true, and it's harming people because they create assumptions. And So that's what I wish people would ask so that we could provide more
0: clarity. Do you have a favorite quote or a mantra to get you through these difficult times?
1: I keep myself going during these difficult times. I often remind myself that this too shall pass. Also, that a drop in the bucket can create ripples far and wide. So even though I am just one person working in this work and doing what I do, it does create an impact far beyond what I can see and thus it is important. So those are the things that, that keep me going and keep me moving forward is just remembering that when it gets too difficult,
0: it doesn't last forever. The only constant in life is change.